This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight. Drum roll, please. The top 20 holiday movies of all time. Ah! And you know E.T. was behind the scenes. Son of a nutcracker. From Elf to Home Alone. Everyone in this family hates me. <laughs> Christmas Vacation and The Grinch. We all knew that this was something special. Plus so many Santa Clauses in between. You've got that. Which of course completes the ensemble. We've got holiday set secrets from the stars. We're going to have fun. <laughs> Merry Christmas to all. Whoa, good night. Merry Christmas, everyone. I hope you are enjoying your holiday, and uh, we're going to rejoice and remember the 20 highest-grossing holiday films of all time here in the U.S. All right, let's start right at number one. I know you know it's Home Alone. The comedy classic turned 30 this year, and E.T., of course, was right there on the set. Welcome to Home Alone. Everyone in this family hates me. Oh, my God. As E.T. saw on set, Macaulay Culkin played games between takes like a typical nine-year-old kid. What do you like most about making movies? Uh, you, you get to travel and meet people. I have five favorite phrases um, out of the whole movie. Our lunch, it's a wrap, see you next Monday. You guys give up? 
Oh yeah, thirsty for more. But here's a behind-the-scenes secret. That wasn't him sledding down the stairs or ziplining from the roof. Mac had a 30-year-old stunt double. That's what I do as uh, double children motion pictures. Um, they can't have a minor doing anything just in case. Daniel Stern, who played one of the wet bandits... Harry, it's our calling card. ...explained the movie magic behind many of his seemingly painful scenes. Walking across the bulbs, those were all made of sugar. And they were supposed to be a mechanical tarantula. And so we got to the day of shooting, and they said, yeah, that didn't work out. Didn't look real. That's when I let out a scream that I think I copied from Psycho. As for the film's most iconic scream, ah! Home Alone director Chris Columbus told E.T. that delivery was totally unscripted. I never expected his hands to stay attached to his cheeks and the scream to happen like that. And when we saw that, we, we had to stop ourselves from laughing. And we didn't know it was, gonna, it was gonna be the universal image for Home Alone. So listen, while Kevin may have been left home alone to fight off two bumbling burglars, at least he didn't have to deal with the Grinch. And who better to play Dr. Seuss's greatest villain than the one and only Jim Carrey in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the number two all-time holiday movie. <laughs> hot crowd, hot crowd. The costumes alone, there's hundreds of costumes, incredible sets, unbelievable special effects to take care of. It was a physically demanding thing, for me especially with the suit, but we all knew that this was something special. Hello. In 2000, Jim told E.T. the Oscar-winning makeup process was almost too much to bear. Two weeks of absolute discomfort and kind of freaking out about it and thinking, I don't know if I'm going to get through this. It got so bad, a CIA torture specialist was hired to teach Jim tools on how to stay calm. Like, he spun a rock in my hand that I don't use and stuff like that. Simple as that takes you out of your discomfort. It was amazing what a human being can become accustomed to. The Grinch is a great character. It's a terrific Christmas fable. Chance to work with Jim Carrey um, playing the Grinch. It was a Christmas present. And remember this cute little scene stealer? You're the, 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 the Grinch! That is then seven-year-old former Gossip Girl star Taylor Momsen before her goth rock star transformation. I don't think so. Don't! I loved it. Just coming to the set every day was just a thrill for me. The Heartless Green character is so beloved this time of year, the 2018 animated feature Dr. Seuss's The Grinch is third on the list. Voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch, we're pretty sure his heart may have exploded in real life when E.T. sent our kid reporters on the scene. Hi, what's your name? Sydney. Sydney, lovely to meet you. I'm Benedict. I play him, the Grinch. What's your name? Daphne. Just watch how sweet the dad of two was with them. Why was your heart little? Because he was being protective of his heart. Was your heart? How's my heart? My heart's pretty good. Do you want to listen? Go and have a listen. You have to get a little closer to listen to it. It's not that loud. Yeah, it's his... Oh, trust me, it's beating away. I'm going to steal their Christmas. And when our interview went off the rails, because the girls kind of got distracted by making a gingerbread house, he proved his heart is actually three sizes too big. What's your favorite color? Blue. 
<laughs> Not as tasty as, as white icing. <laughs> a star with an equally big heart, Tom Hanks leads 2004's The Polar Express into the number four spot. Merry Christmas. The great joy of having family and the kids is establishing those, those traditions. And actually, this kind of movie began because we had a train around the, uh, around the, the Christmas tree every day. Really? And we make sure that the presents don't, you know, don't sitting on the track or anything like that. And there's our version of the Polar Express right there. Tom told E.T. he wanted to do the movie because it also reminded him of his own childhood traditions. I got on a Greyhound bus every Christmas and rode for about four hours to my mom's house. That is not unlike getting on board a train. The, the sense of the voyage is something that I identified to very much so. What would you like for Christmas? Me. Santa was just one of the five characters Tom played in the film. I'm the father, the boy himself, and I'm the conductor, as well as the hobo and Santa himself. All right, let's move on to the number five spot in our countdown, Home Alone 2. You know, the franchise went on to do three more movies, but Macaulay Culkin didn't star in any of those. Now, if you're hoping for a sequel to our number six movie, well, you may need a Christmas miracle. Elf is a beloved classic, but Will Ferrell told me he's done with those yellow tights. He really is. And it kind of makes sense when you hear how long he had to wear them. Best part of making the movie Elf? Well, getting to wear yellow tights for 75 days of shooting. <laughs> Son of a nutcracker! Those tights are a timeless look, and Papa Elf Bob Newhart predicted the film would be the holiday classic it is. I think it's, they're just going to show it like, release it like every Christmas. I, I think there's something I probably should tell you. It just makes you feel good. Action! The first day of filming was in the Lincoln Tunnel, in the Elf suit, as bus drivers were waving at me. People were either giving me a fist or or a thumbs up. Walking through the streets of New York, people really didn't look at me twice. They just thought it was another weirdo. Which is good. People really didn't actually react that much because we were in New York and, you know, nobody really cared. Elf marked the first leading film roles for co-stars Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel, who dyed her hair blonde to play Jovi. No, I hate being a blonde. I'm sorry, blondes, but I really don't like being a blonde. My personality is so brunette, you know. Don't really relate to the, the blonde thing. The neighbors might Both of them really sang in the film, but Zoe says their chemistry in this scene was pure movie magic. I wish I knew how to He wasn't there. Uh, he was singing separately from me, so like a lot of it, the water's not even actually running, and I'm just like <laughs> singing my song. But you know, that's movies. Another on-set secret. Yeah, I did all my own stunt food eating. You see in the movie. <laughs> Spaghetti with maple syrup, chocolate syrup, Pop-Tarts, and M&Ms. The scene actually had to be shot twice because Will couldn't keep it down the first time. It's nasty at first, but then it's, it's, it's an acquired taste. But once you have a couple bites, I started having that for lunch every day. I just want to say there are certain secrets we never need to know. E.T. was also behind the scenes of our number seven holiday film when Tim Allen transformed into Saint Nick. The chimney. What are you, crazy? 
on the set of The Santa Claus and Santa Claus 2. I get to eat cookies. This is, that's, this is one of the primary benefits of being Santa. Then, which you never knew about another Jim Carrey holiday classic. I seem to play a lot of Christmas characters like that. And, yep, E.T. was on set with the Griswolds too. Our movie memories with the cast of Christmas oh Vacation. God. His essence is this guy. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the E.T. podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where E.T. airs in your market or go to etonline.com. I mean, come on, all Tim Allen needs is that red suit, right? The Santa Claus has been the gift that keeps on giving ever since the original hit the theaters all the way back in 1994, and it is now the seventh highest grossing holiday movie ever in America. Does this look like a little weight to you? This time of year, it's a little weird because mm -hmm. they get the younger kids, their parents, that's Santa. I go, what's, I'm not actually Santa. It gets confusing. Merry Christmas to all. To all a good night. More than 25 years later, Tim Allen still can't help but burst into the Santa Claus spirit. He recently posted this selfie, hearkening back to his days in the popular Santa Claus movies with the caption, this always happens to me as I transition to you know who this Christmas. You forgot the sash. Which of course completes the ensemble. E.T. was on the set in 1994 when Tim first put on that jolly red suit. He plays a busy toy salesman who begrudgingly transforms into Kris Kringle. Wait a minute, how do I know who's good and bad? Y'all know. The film was so popular, two follow-up movies were made. The 2002 sequel is the eighth highest grossing holiday film in the U.S. You do not want to see this in a Speedo. And of course, E.T. was back on set. I just wanted to welcome E.T. to the toy shop. Do I want a cookie? Yes. I get to eat cookies. This is, that's, this is one of the primary benefits of being Santa. Moving on to number nine, the 2009 animated remake of A Christmas Carol. Santa Scrooge. Jim Carrey voiced four characters, including grumpy old Scrooge. There's a good reason why the role was such a good fit. He's kind of the original Grinch, though. Uh -huh. You know, the, the, the one that the, real, the Grinch was based on. Merry Christmas! That makes two holiday movies in the top 20 that star Jim Carrey, which is fantastic. But you know, it's just not Christmas without Chevy Chase and the Griswolds. We're gonna have fun! <laughs> Behind the scenes of Christmas Vacation set secrets from the film that kept us laughing for more than three decades. Rush! Uh, yeah. Rush! Yeah. Oh, there you are. Then, pressure of Christmas with your mother. The bad moms made bank at the box office, so where's the third movie? We've got an update. Put a baby in me, Santa number two! And how the cast of The Best Man Holiday had the best time shooting their movie. This is Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> Now, back to the biggest moneymakers when it comes to holiday blockbusters. Four Christmases is 10th on the list. In the film, things get rough for Reese Witherspoon, co-star Vince Vaughn, and their big blended dysfunctional family. But in real life, Reese told E.T. her holiday mornings are the complete opposite. I have a Christmas caroling party right before Christmas. I love to sing and have fun. We have a really good time. Number 11 is Daddy's Home 2, the holiday-themed sequel to Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell's hit comedy. We have Christmas spirit. We know where 
Number 12 is Tim Allen's third, and what he told E.T. is the final installment of the Santa Claus franchise. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Cupid, what's up? Can you do another? Can we see more of it? You know, my wife always says, do you really want to do another one of these? Because she says, you remember how angry you were? You know, six hours of makeup. What better film to snag number 13 on the holiday list than Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas? What's this? What's this? There's color everywhere. Oh, and hey again, Tim Allen is back for number 14's Christmas with the Cranks. In this film, he's not aging into Santa, but trying to hold on to his youth. Oh, this. I got a Botox injection today. I look like Don Johnson combined with Spock. And it was terrifying. Look, holidays with your family can be stressful. We've all been there. And especially if your name is Griswold, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation comes in at number 15, and E.T. was there for the cast's latest reunion. You know, it's good to see all these people. Chevy's been my close friend since the day we met when they were looking for Ellen. It was like no time passed for this close-knit cast, but only E.T. could take Chevy and on-screen son Johnny Galecki back to the 1989 set. I know what his essence is. Oh, my God. His essence is this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just wanted another acting lesson for you. Thank you. (laughs) We're going to have fun. (laughs) A little bit crazed in the eyes here. Could go any minute. Worse? How could they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. But you know that he's got a warm heart. I dedicate this house to the Griswold family Christmas. Drum roll, please. All these years later, everybody still has a favorite line. It's Christmas, and we're all in misery. It's Christmas, and we're all in misery. For me, it's just, Russ! 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 Yeah. Oh, there you are. There you are. The most iconic father in film history, practically. And it was iconic to me off camera, too. So, yeah, there were plenty of questionable decisions made by the Griswolds, kind of like the ladies in the number 16 film, A Bad Mom's Christmas. Merry Christmas! The 2017 Bad Mom sequel is all about stress and those complicated mother-daughter relationships. I cannot wait to spend every waking minute with you. Oh, no. Of course, with plenty of wild girls nights out, thanks to This Is Us star Justin Hartley. First of all, doing a comedy is, it's, it's wonderful. You're laughing all day long. And to be part of that cast, those powerhouse women, that's insane. Put a baby in me, Santa number two! Katherine Hahn, Mila Kunis, and Kristen Bell blow off steam when their own moms come to town. I guess I've just been a little busy. No, clearly not at the gym. Whoop. And the grandmas were such a hit, Christine Baranski, Susan Sarandon, and Cheryl Hines all signed on for a third installment, which is currently in development. All right, let's get a little update on the sequel coming Mm. up. Will we see the moms of the moms Mm. show up in Vegas, have a Vegas trip? Will that be happening? Fingers crossed. I'm praying for the movie just so I can go to Thunder Thunder Down Down Under. We go from bad moms to bad boy Vince Vaughn at number 17. He played Santa's bitter older brother in 2007's Fred Claus. But the family and friends feeling the Christmas spirit at number 18, the all-star crew of Best Man Holiday. I feel like I would fit in with my turtleneck. Remember the film's iconic new edition number? Yeah, E.T. was actually there on the set. It was 
tough. It was tough for me. It was a daunting task because we had two days to learn it. From rehearsals to when the director called action. And playback. E.T. saw the swagger firsthand in 2013 when Morris Chestnut, Tay Diggs, Terrence Howard, and Harold Perrineau unleashed that unforgettable performance of Can You Stand the Rain? And want to know a behind-the-scenes secret? <laughs> Co-star Regina Hall told us that was the first time they had seen the performance. To see the guys actually do the moves, it was great. And they looked all handsome. I was like, ladies are going to scream. I was screaming. Prior to shooting this sequel to 1999's The Best Man, Tate told us the cast all got together and re-watched the original. I haven't seen that movie in, in years. It was a little nerve-wracking and it put us in the mindset. E.T. was also on set for the number 19 top grossing film, Arnold Schwarzenegger's Jingle All the Way. Are you trying to bribe me? Hey, no. Hey, hey. In the 1996 film, Arnold's character tries to buy the year's most coveted toy on Christmas Eve, rookie mistake. And of course, they're sold out. We cannot find it. And now it's the race around town to find this Chowman doll. It is a very funny movie, but at the same time, there is a, a, a great message also that family is the most important thing. All right, coming up, our flashback to the Bill Murray classic that added a little bah humbug to the big screen. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. At last count, there have been more than 130 versions made of the Charles Dickens classic, A Christmas Carol, and we saved one of the best for last. Coming in at number 20, Bill Murray in Scrooge. Hey, put a little love in your heart. Take care, everybody. Good night. Put a little love in your heart. It's the story of Scrooge. Uh, so it's, he's got to be a horrible person. Get out of here! The trick was to be so horrible that it was funny. I can't get the antlers glued onto this little guy. Have you tried staples? Staples? That was fun. That was a, a joy. I mean, the idea of you've got to be horrible today. I'm sorry, cut. That wasn't horrible enough. You know, you know another take. Sure, no problem. <laughs> My pleasure. Sort of an actor's dream. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert, and I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay, and, and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See that that does that doesn't count. 
Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.